Hey everyone, before I wanted to start this episode, just wanted to update something because we refer a lot to the child separation policy, which was actually overturned through an executive order signed by Trump, but ultimately that executive order is still something that has not outlined how these children will be reunited with their parents, many of them who have already been deported themselves. So there's still a lot of things up in the air. It also took away term limits in terms of how long children can be in detention centers. So ultimately, children are still going to be detained with their family. And there is still a lot up in the air. And ultimately, this doesn't solve anything. So just wanted to provide that update that happened today on June 20th. So... Yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey, Sandra. Hey, Sam. How's it going? Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's going really well. I'm in. I'm here in person with you, which is like. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I just hit your roof. Yeah. <laughs> your car roof because we're recording in Sam's car. Yeah. And but I'm good. Like I just it's a good weekend. I'm in HP. I hang out with you. I'm gonna hang out with my cousin who's graduating college. Like, it's a good weekend. It's the Mundial. Um I'm just gonna have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna nice. be a good time. How are you? Uh I'm doing really well. Today's a beautiful day. It's like a nice day in HP. Life has been treating me really well right now. Things are really moving with like my mom's immigration case. And I'm really, really proud of that just because I'm just like, wow, this might be a possibility. Yeah. So like that's something to look forward to. And the fact that I'm like working on it is like something that also makes me really, really happy. Mm -hmm. Knowing that I'm contributing to that. I don't really think I've had a shit this week. I've just been like working. I feel like it's just grinding right now. Yeah. And then... Changes are coming in the next, like, month. (laughs) Yeah, so today we're going to dive into a really, like, kind of intense topic. But first, Sandra, you brought a song for us. Oh, yeah. I'm going to choose Jesse Pies. Okay. Grasa. Nice. Okay, that's the song. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Let's check it out. Yeah, let's listen to it. So that song was hella lit. Like I was, <laughs> like when I was listening to it, I was just like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" Like, I know. It's just the kind of song that really gets you out there. And then he's a Guatemalan rapper, right? Yes, Jesse Baez, who is on this song, and he's on the song with Fuego, who is kind of like a Latin trappy rapper guy. Mm-hmm. I literally have no idea where he's from. I just know he's Fuego, and 
If you watch Atlanta, he his song is at the end of the Drake episode that they have on mm. Atlanta this season. Because okay. they, because then she's like, wait, well, I'm gonna spoil it. I don't really care. It's not, <laughs> it's not a major plot point, but it's like, wait, Drake is Mexican, and then it like ends, <laughs> and then like that's his song playing because oh. it's like hot lang bling, but in yeah. Spanish, and it's like, a really good cover. I like it. It's like what made him really famous was that okay. cover. So that's hella funny, actually. Right? It's like a meme. <laughs> so he's a meme. He's like a low key meme, but yeah. he's like actually pretty good. Nice. So yeah, I like this song a lot. I like reggaeton. I like trap. I like hip hop, and I like how this sounds. So and I like Jesse Baez. I've like recommended him. He has a pretty decent album, and I put him on our Instagram. Jesse Baez. Yeah, he's nice. he's like I think he's Dominican, and. I think he I know he's for sure Dominican He might be Puerto Rican But his parents Like raised him In Guatemala So they like Immigrated there Wow Mm -hmm. That's hella cool actually Is he still there Or He's in Mexico now I think From what I remember That's lit Yeah he's lit Nice Yeah he's cool Shout out to Jesse Byers Yes (laughs) (laughs) Alright So today's topic We're gonna Like I said We're gonna dive into Something pretty intense And so We're gonna well, I mean, I don't want to, like, preface it like that, like, tampoco, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, something that we have in common, yeah, and that we're, like, going to talk about. This week was, like, I feel like it's been a very emotional week for me and for a lot of people, especially if you have, or you are personally, like, heavily affected by, like, undocumented immigration, yeah. either by you being yourself undocumented, or your family being undocumented, or just your friends yeah. as well. So the whole thing with highlighting how much like family separation there's been and mm-hmm. Jeff Session Jeff Sessions pulling back uh, protection for asylum of uh, gang violence and domestic violence because those are seen as like private crimes crimes that are that are not like a government which mm-hmm. is why you can't apply for asylum mm-hmm. because those are apparently things you can like just get away from yeah which is kind of like okay it's I mean, it's like fucked up it's fucked tbh up. like i work with a, an attorney who does like this shit telling people like i had to tell a person this week hey i understand that you came here because of gang violence but i don't know if you've heard the news we're gonna prioritize another part of your application and the gang violence will be supplemental to that to show that you were really in fear of persecution and like all the things that you need to qualify for asylum but we're yeah, we're going to put the gang violence as a minor or, like, a supplemental thing. And mm-hmm. it's, like, fucked up telling people who, like, have genuine fear of, like, yeah. gang violence. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's definitely been on my mind. It's been everywhere, actually, like, in terms of, like, news coverage. Everywhere. Yeah, like, people are really upset about it. And, like, Jeff Sessions' response was to, like... Quote. Quote the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just, like... Shut up. Yeah. Like, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's just wild and annoying and frustrating to deal with. Well, it's just, yeah, it, it's a lot because that's definitely something that I have a family uh, asylum case that was like possible to go through or that was a possibility of going through. Yeah. And obviously now it's not. Mm hmm. Yeah, I've just been connecting a lot with a family member that I have that's in the United States, but, like, not anywhere near me. <laughs> They're in, like, another part, like, literally on the other side of the United States. Mm-hmm. So, and she's just younger than me by, like, four or five years. So, we're, we're just, like, talking. I'm trying to be more of, like, a 
I don't know. Like, I, I, I like, check in on her and all that type of shit. Yeah. So I'm just trying to be, like, a sisterly type of figure, you know? Just, like, thinking about, like, her own history and, like, the history of just, like, so many of my own family members and all that type of shit, I was like, oh, uh, like, this is, like, real... This is real violence. Like, yeah. literally, like, you for sure have a very rational reason to fear for your life. And, like, now you're already fearing for your life here because now, like, this is becoming a part of the abuse because now you're being, like, toyed with if you can go back to this or this person, this community, this whatever that you, like, want to leave. Or, like, and literally left. You chose to leave it. You went because it was worth it for you to feel at least some sort of, like, security yeah. to be here to and sacrificing it for another one so i don't know i i was just thinking about all of that and then i was thinking a lot about like alcoholism this week <laughs> and it was it was just like a really sad week i think for me in a lot of ways yeah. and just with like the separation of children and families like that's something that has already been happening for forever yeah. i don't it's definitely a lot more i think this is something that's a lot more tangible because you can this that's like a literal that's a law you know like by law we will separate your kids and persecute you you. and persecute you for putting first of all your kids at risk and because now it is a crime to enter the united states yeah well i mean it's always been considered a civil offense yeah like a civil offense is like something you get a ticket Mm-hmm. Like, if I get a ticket, I go to, like, you know, the city, property, things, authorities to pay it. And so that's what it's always been considered, like, a civil thing. Yeah. But now it's considered a criminal offense, meaning they can persecute you. And it's just frustrating as fuck because, like, these people are, like, fleeing literal danger. And then you're going to, like, accuse them of, like, putting their kids in danger when they're fleeing danger, first of all. Yeah, they're protecting their kids. They're being fucking good parents. Yeah. It's just disgusting all around. And I don't... Like, I'm not surprised that the U.S. is doing no, this. No, I'm not, because they've always separated yeah. families. Like, yeah, it's always it, been yeah. a thing. Always. Like, if your mom got deported, yeah, you, like, th- that's separating a family, but that's not necessarily the easiest narrative to, yeah. like, I guess, document or whatever. Or, or a narrative no one ever really cared about. Like, they were, there was already families being mm-hmm. taken away. There were already siblings being taken and parents and everyone else grandparents you know so now we just see it way more it's like more in the spotlight it's definitely elevated and there are definitely more questionable events of like how ice is acting like yeah ice a- asking people on buses like are you a u.s citizen yeah that's like literally like a constitutional yeah like, like- crime <laughs> yeah like i never really thought about it that way like i would i went to school in san diego so like yeah. there's a, a border checkpoint on san onofre yeah it's like on the way up and so like twice or three times in my like four years taking the greyhound they would get on and they would ask people to just show their id and i also remember one time when i we went to houston via greyhound um they got on by el paso El Paso, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> El Paso. <laughs> El Paso. <laughs> but um, they got on, and they asked me, little, like, 11, 12-year-old me. You? Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. To show my, like, no, they asked me where I was born. And I was like, Los Angeles. 
And then they're like, <laughs> LA bitch. Yeah, I was just like, the fuck? Bitch. And um, yeah, so I was just like, what the fuck? They didn't ask like my sister or my mom or anything. Why would they ask you? Look at the way. Yeah, I'm like, y'all look all the same. Yeah, y'all yeah, are I'm literally like, the same person. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, like, it's just. Damn, that was just to intimidate yeah. the fuck out of you. Yeah. To be like, no. Like, because you're the youngest, so yeah. you'd be the most scared. Yeah. I was <laughs> just like, this is a fear tactic. Like, all around. And so, like, Border Patrol or ICE. Well, now now it's, like, ICE, like, doing this also. So, I like, mean, it's, it's, it's everyone, like, dude. They're affiliated. It's, it's fucking yeah. police. It's, like, a literal bus. Yeah. Bus company did that. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, <laughs> people are speaking, like, or asking Greyhound to speak out on it and, like, not allow this shit to go on. Yeah. And, like, I'm happy that people are calling it out and, like, saying that, like, you know, mm-hmm. this isn't, like, something that can go on and it's just, like, an offense all around. And so, like... It draws in the question, like, do you uh, lose some of your rights boarding a bus? Like, what the well, fuck? Well, nowadays you do, but it's also now every single person. What Here's the thing. People in the U.S. be like, well, if you have your license or whatever, if you can, if you are a U.S. citizen, why should you be scared? You, you, and I'm you like. You have nothing to fear, right? But it's, but, like, like, but it's, like, not even just that. It's, yeah. like, the fact that. You have to present something. Yeah, you have to present something. Now you are being criminalized. Your existence is being criminalized in some type of way. You might not be necessarily a criminal, but you're being criminalized yeah. because now you are even just being asked to get on this bus. You need all of this supposed type of documentation. So yeah. now this is even a way to eventually restrict travel for not just like people who are undocumented, but it can eventually yeah. lead to just like if you don't have an ID or you can't prove anything. Yeah. Like, why are you going to ride a bus? So it's like a lot of these like greyhounds and all this type of shit is for very like low income people. Yeah. So, like, now you're already just limiting more people and, I don't know, thinking that they need to now prove something. Yeah. Like, now I have to bring my fucking birth certificate with me. Yeah. To take a, a, a one-hour bus to yeah. fucking Oxnard or yeah. some shit. It's just ridiculous and, I don't know, I, I it irks the fuck out of me just because, like... People don't understand that they're... This is a process of how rights are taken. Yeah. And, like, if people are okay with this right now... It's just gonna get worse. Yeah, and people, yeah, just like I don't know. We've had episodes, so this is like a completely. Now I feel like we're going on a little bit of a tangent, but this is a topic that we've like we discussed in like our Facebook hack type of episode yeah. that we had, where it was it Cyber Stockholm Syndrome, where it was just like how how just like tech companies and Facebook is. <laughs> I feel like this sounds yeah. so conspiratorial, but it's not. They are, they're using you as a resource. They're, your information and your privacy and literally where you live, your financial security, all of this stuff that is already very sensitive for people of color. Like, now you're making yourself more vulnerable by being a part of this or by letting these companies continue to run freely without any, like, regulation or anything of how Mm -hmm. they're looking at you and literally selling you. Yeah. So... To me, it's just, like, there is so much more that we are being just, like, tracked, that we're being checked, that we're being noticed. Like, people are getting denaturalized. Yeah. There was a... There are people who are... The the process for denaturalizing people, which is, like, people who have assumed fake identities, like, they're going to get their shit taken away. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've, like... It's not a first-time occurrence either because, like, the Mexican repatriation mm-hmm. in, like, the 20th century, it was literally taking, like, Mexican-Americans or, like, yeah. people who have, like, U.S. citizenship and mm-hmm. moving them back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
hella citizens were displaced and it's just like you were targeted because of your like your nation your nationality yeah and so like it's foul as fuck because it's just like you can't even be from like a different place because then the US is gonna target you for it and so now like with denaturalization it's just like hella this is the state literally telling you like our rules are changing okay so like this goes into like the politics of immigration I know. Oh, um man. so like citizenship is a fake identity of course it like, is like that's composed of the people who live in the like country so like yeah. if you're a country of a citizen you agree to live in that country technically right yeah and so therefore you set the rules for who can be a citizen mm-hmm. and so this is like citizens taking the rights of people yeah. who they don't consider to be worthy that's so true because that's that is what it is because we voted this administration yeah. we have voted all of this yeah so like it's literally like the concepts of citizenship are changing and yeah. they're starting to exclude people and this is how they get away with shit like this and it's like this is why like action needs to fucking come and like people need to recognize this yeah I yeah know. i i mean there's just this is just like one aspect that i feel like is obviously very sensitive yeah. to like our communities because most of the people and children being separated are people from Central America yeah. fleeing gang violence and well just just like gang violence and domestic violence yeah. and all types of violence. It, it just makes me think of like the wave that our parents mm-hmm. had to leave. Yeah. And I think the majority of the people that listen to us and a lot of the people that we engage with in terms of like Central American spaces are mostly Salvadoran uh, and Guatemalan. And uh, both of those countries, which are right next to each other, had had that instability, as well as Nicaragua too. Yeah. Where they all immigrated because of the government being like really just like, I mean, fighting with its own people, it's civil wars, all that type of shit. And then them coming here, and that was like what, 30, 40 years ago. And it's just, it just feels like this is an, an entirely new generation of Central American people yeah. that will rise in, like, 20-ish years. Yeah. Now, like, this is another, I don't know, the cycles of just, like, immigration and then the fact that, like, like we, we have never finished the, the, the trauma. Like, yeah. the 30-year trauma is something that my dad feels now. Yeah. And now he has nieces and nephews that are feeling like this current day trauma yeah and that are supposedly completely separate things but they're not completely separate things right it's still violence and it was just making me think of like intergenerational trauma but like so like i was just thinking of like me feeling so angry with my father this week and then but also being like understanding of like he has literally never had anyone and just like his own traumas you know like literally the type of like my father has seen like dead bodies my yeah. father was a child soldier my father is the only one in his family that isn't an alcoholic you know like yeah it's it's like so intense like now growing up i mean i'm not i don't know i'm not super old i'm not super young either but i mean i'm 22 and i now i'm being i, I just feel like an idiot right now because I didn't understand the amount of bullshit my my dad has been dealing with. Like, now he left this country, he's relatively safe in terms of just, like, violence. But, like, now the people that are being violent towards him are the people he was, like, fleeing with. Like, his brothers. Like, mm-hmm. 
And the people he's being violent towards are, like, his own other family members, his daughters, his wives. Like, it's just so, so much more. And, like, me feeling very grateful for my dad in terms of, like, him never being an alcoholic, never being violent in any type of way that was that was like i don't know i think of like the chunk line all that type of shit i I mean i know that that is definitely violent for some people but i never was like beat like i was never literally beat Mm -hmm. ever i never saw my dad ever hit my mom you know Mm -hmm. ever so i I, i'm really blessed that i never had to deal with that or like mujeriego or that Mm -hmm. type of shit just like super blessed because that is that just destroys people that destroys how they view themselves that destroys their own like self-worth because they have to deal with someone constantly attacking their worth and i was just feeling like really emotional and i'm feeling really emotional now of how this how much of a mess this all is like that's all it was it's just a mess and that's just what trauma is right it's just this mess of just like trying to understand my own faults as like a daughter for not seeing his pain but then it's also like my dad was still inflicting a form of pain onto me which was just this this his own issues and his own problems and his own expectations because he doesn't want me to be with men that are like my uncles literally like my uncles like to even maybe possibly be keeping me a distance from these men because he doesn't trust them Mm -hmm. and all men in general my dad fucking hates like any man yeah (laughs) he hates sam he hates everyone like i think my dad has definite trust issues at least when it comes to me so quesadillas, so. <laughs> <laughs> but they love Sam's quesadillas, yeah. which is very true. Sorry, thank you for breaking that up. Yeah. I was just like feeling this like huge type of way of just like my own role as a woman in his life, and him maybe possibly navigating how he thinks about women through me, mm-hmm. and I mean obviously through the relationship with my mom. But obviously, I still feel some type of way of how he treats my mom as a woman, even though it is. I mean, just because he's not hitting her doesn't mean he's not speaking to her in ways that are just as abusive, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, or to me, or to my brother, or to other people in his family, that he wishes he could just, like, help because he sees people, like, in prison, or he sees people hitting their, you know, like, and, like, doing that in front of their kids and all that type of shit. So, like, my dad wants to be there, and he goes to, he's going to go to El Salvador, and every time he goes to El Salvador, everyone, like, hella respects him. And everyone is scared of him, too, there. Yeah. He goes home and he just sees that, like, El Salvador has not changed in a lot of ways. So he's like, if this shit is still go- going on and there's, it's just still, está muy feo todo todavía. Like, how is he going to assume that, like, all these kids are, like, getting fed? How, yeah. Or they're getting all the love that they need. They, they should be going to school I have I have cousins that are in these gangs that they're demonizing every single day and like they have literally murdered people like yeah I have family that's doing that and and has done that and has had my own family murdered because of that yeah so I'm just like you know this and I know this and this is already so much for me and like you're literally there way more often than I ever am and these are actually your family members versus me it's just it feels more through an extension because it's I've been separated from it for so long so it's just like oh man I just sorry I like took up a lot of time but 
No, I think like you need to. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I threw it out there. It's done. No, what about yeah. you? No. I'm sorry. No. What do you think about all of this? No, I feel like I understand like where you're coming from because like you know like my family has a very similar like history, and so like to see like what you said like violence being inflicted on like women and children just for the sake of like understanding their own trauma, like I just think of like my dad and how he was a soldier in the Salvadoran Civil War also and how like era mujeriego you know like yeah. he came to this country seemingly to like provide money for my mom who was back in El Salvador with his like two daughters with their two daughters I should say sorry but yeah. um yeah like he was gonna go and like send her money or whatever what does he do he gets into like extramarital affairs has other kids with other women and lives with her and then, like, when my mom comes to this country because she's like, okay, well, I need to provide money for my kids, too, because, like, and for my family because yeah. shit isn't looking right out here. Yeah. She goes, and on the first night that he receives her, he tells her, like, hey, like, I have another woman, and she's, like, had two of my kids by this point. And so... Oh, my God. So like, no, like, my mom, as a first day... In I the know. U.S. Oh, my God. She's like, she went from Gallo Hero. Yeah, she went from Gallo Hero <gasps> to, like, hearing about this. Maybe she, like, heard about it at Gallo Hero. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Like, over dinner. I don't know how it worked oh out, but, like, I just think about, like, you know, all she told me, like, pues que iba a ser, you know? Like, I didn't even ask why. She was just like, pues que iba a ser, you know? It was my first night. Like, I had to stay with him. He was the only person I knew. Oh, my God. But the, and, but the, the thing is, though, it's true. Yeah, like, she, she had, had nothing to, to do. Well, what else was she going to do? Yeah. Like... I, yeah, I'm definitely not gonna be like she should have just left. But I'm like, and go no. where? She had two kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why would she? Of course, she was gonna. She cares about her kids more yeah. and making sure that she is still technically yeah. she's gonna be safe in this house. Hopefully, most yeah. likely, that's the only safe option that she had. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just thinking yeah. about. So I've been, I mean I've been no, cheated yeah. on. Yeah. Like this is and this is probably a fucking fraction of all of that. Yeah. Of course, of course. But like even in that moment. Like, I don't want to say I went blind, but I I just felt so... I was in the moment. Like, I literally froze for, like, maybe, like, 10 seconds or 5 seconds. So, I'm just thinking of, like, I was genuinely shook so much that I felt like I had to just blank. I don't know how to describe it. It was just so emotionally there and, like, my heart dropped. It just was hurt in, like, that type of way. So, for your mom, who was probably being, like... This this person is gonna protect me, like yeah, like this, I'm meeting up with my husband. A promise, <laughs> yeah, made a promise yeah. for me, like that we were gonna do this together. Like she trusted him, yeah. right? She trusted him, and so that just broke. Like that, oh my god! Just even like thinking of just like being disappointed in someone or yeah. being completely hurt by someone, and then the fact that like now it's you coupled in, coupled in with your living situation, yeah. your how to feed yourself. Yeah, it, it's pretty intense, and so like shout out to my mom for like going for, through that yeah just because no, like yes, she was like of course i had to do that and like similarly when like my diana my sister was born she a couple of weeks later he just told her that she like they got into a fight and he told her that she couldn't live there anymore and so luckily by oh this point God. like some of my grandma's family was in the la area and mm-hmm. so she stayed with them literally on like beverly by the quesadilla store <laughs> literally by there hey, and up. so he went looking for her after like yeah. a few days and like it was like this constant thing of like him viewing her as disposable at any moment and yes. letting her know that and like keeping her around because like she had gotten pregnant again. 
and like mm, of course yeah. yeah and so like it's so intense that she had to go through that and after she had me he was still like living with the other family she learned to live on her own with like diana mm-hmm. and then she got pregnant with me because like he would like see her type yeah. of thing while he lived with this other family he was still like oh well i want to be in like my daughter's life type of thing and like yeah he'd give her money or like like help her like yeah. every now and again yeah and she also worked really late by like 60th and like Alameda. Oh shit! Yeah, that's like far. at like costureras. I and know. Shit. I, that's yeah. Yeah. And so she'd like have to rely on him to give her a ride back yeah, to her apartment. Of course. Because she didn't want to be on the bus at that time. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> LA in what 1995, <laughs> three, three or whatever. Yeah. The hell not. Nah, that shit's the boonies. I live right by there. Like yeah. that shit is boonies. And it burned down the factory she was working oh my, at exactly. so like <laughs> she was like it was like hella shit going on in her life that yeah. she told me about last oh week and God. like let me know everything she had to go through from like the birth of diana to the birth of me oh and it was like so much like the struggle story and yeah. to like see her like make it now to this point where like it's a possibility that she'll have a place in this country but knowing that it might be revoked at any moment is like a lot uh, to take into. Yeah. It's like it's seeming to be like a nice story, nice end to the story. But you still but don't like, know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what the fuck is gonna happen. And that's like the worst like one of the worst parts of like the present. But like unpacking a lot of the past. So like last week I met my half sisters for the first time. Yeah. And they didn't talk about like my dad. They just wanted to know how I was doing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I put it in context. I'm like, yo, these people also got left by the same guy. There's yeah. a lot of feelings they're unpacking. I don't yeah. know what they saw when they were living with him. And so, like, I don't know what went on. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know how they're unpacking that. So, I didn't want to put a lot onto them. And so, it was just like, this is who I am. This is, like, what I do with my life. You know, mm-hmm. Like, getting to know where the other's at in terms of their lives. And so, like, learning to connect with them and, like, getting into... A newer stage of life where like all these changes are happening and like family what is the meaning of family and like what is this violence that this person has inflicted on like so many people how these people have like been formed through it and like what they're doing with their lives now and what did the absence of a figure do to you yeah like that's been a lot of what's been going on earlier in the week and then we got like good news and so yes. like it's been like on a higher note yeah but yeah for like last week it was just like a lot meeting people like talking to people like i'd known about my half sister my mom never denied their presence and like told me their names and everything and through facebook i was able to find one of them and i just sent her a friend request and i was just like hey well if you add me then you're like really like out there for like adding a stranger (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah she was just like you looked really familiar you're the stranger yeah and so, like, I never told her because I was just like, that's a lot to put, like, after adding someone, like, I'm going to tell you I'm, like, your half-sibling. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So the only thing, like, I in our messages, the only thing that exists is, like, me telling her happy birthday on her birthday. And that's oh. it. And then after that was when, like, my other sister told her, like, hey, we're siblings. And she messaged me saying, like... <laughs> your sister was that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And, um, yeah, she just recently had a, a baby also, oh, like, yeah, two months yeah. ago. So, like, I met my like half niece nephew yeah I'm sure you can your niece your niece your nephew they're really cute and they're like chill awesome yeah I don't know that that's been like a lot going on that's like an expanded you've like expanded your family yeah 
in a way. In I mean, they're way. still technically strangers. Yeah, because I'm just like, I still don't really know y'all. Yeah, <laughs> but you could. I could. Yeah, I'm just like the possibility of like knowing that we could know each other as we grow. Are and they I could full be a presence. Savvy? Yeah. Ah, of they're course. also from Saudi. <laughs> they're also from the same departamento. Oh, like the shit. Where shit goes there. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently. Well, apparently but, um, oh, wow. Yeah, and they also lived like half a mile from us this like whole time i know and i'm <laughs> when you told me that i was like damn is she stalking you yeah like, but God. she was just like no we like lived around here she went to like our high school she like, went to fairfax for like a bit oh okay i was like she was there she was in her class she was like a rebel <laughs> kid she said wow yeah no but this is like the older one the oldest of them was born oh. in 90 so she's like 28 oh okay okay yeah. damn yeah she- <laughs> She went to Vax before us. <laughs> we were in, like, she, sixth grade. We're basically trying yeah. to be like them. Nah. <laughs> nah, but, yeah, so, like, it's been a lot of unpacking that and yeah. figuring out how, where to go from here, actually, and, like, how life is going to look from here. Yeah. I mean, and this is all still from, like, a huge place of, like, privilege that yeah. we have. Like, I'm not worrying about my life. Yeah. Like, I'm, like... <laughs> literally not. I'm not worrying about... My existence. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not worrying about my my brother Where, or my parents' yeah. existence, which is a massive, massive privilege, fucking yeah. privilege, blessing. At least for a chunk of my family, that's also something I'm not worried about. But there's, yeah. But it's like what's worrying me is what is currently going on with like my cousin that I just like jumped into her life yeah. kind of recently. I mean, I've had her as a friend on Facebook for a really long time. Like she knows it was me. Like we had like this really in i feel like intense like connection as like young kids and in salvador when i went the last time i went to salvador Mm -hmm. she was five and i was 10 and we were like inseparable i gave her like my blanket when i left i like i was hella dramatic i left (laughs) without saying goodbye like i was extra as a 10 year old (laughs) (laughs) they're wild yeah but i mean i loved her like you know i she was my cousin and then she would ask for me all the time and i I don't know and i just became a angsty teen and i looked at my dad's family and i was like y'all are evil or at least not all of them definitely not all of them a, a chunk of them, a large chunk of them. I, well, I'm gonna be real. All the men, like actually straight up, all the men. Yeah. Because all my tias are the ones that are in El Salvador or in just other spots. Yeah, I've just been very, very worried in the pit of my stomach of what could happen to like this family. I'm like gonna hopefully go fly out to see them because I yeah. got extra PTO. I'm trying to like foster this like family connection after feeling very like pained and hurt like seeing how the how my uncles have treated each other treated my father and in particular treated women this is like my first time like really navigating my family in this way but also still trying to avoid the men in my life because i am definitely still trying to avoid the men in my in in that particular family member's life and like my own yeah so it's a lot. Inter- it's definitely it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, so I, I, that's why I wanted to bring this up because I just feel like there was just so much brought up this this last two weeks. Like, just viewing all the news and if you're really into immigration, all of this. Like, this is, like... I don't like using the word triggering, but this was actually a triggering week yeah. for me in, in that sort of way. And I just, I'm like a, I just feel like I'm so privileged that I'm, like, even maybe on the periphery of this you know I'm yeah. not, not, it's not my personal narrative 
it's just the narratives of people who I love and all that all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm just winded. That's all it is. I'm winded, and I'm really like, like this is what breaks up communities. Like this yeah. is this is how a community stays in stasis. Like doesn't ever progress from certain things. Because they're trying to survive, yeah. and they're hurting people out of out of their survival or after their survival, mm. or during their survival. It doesn't even need to be like after. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, I don't even know what else to say outside of like this is just inter- intergenerational trauma. Yeah, I mean it is. <laughs> like, that's what it is, and I feel like a lot of us are as we grow up or like. Well, I mean, us, when we're grown-ups, we're able to, like, navigate this. But, like, some people, when they're young, have to go through this and, like, have to address it. Like you said, we're at a place of privilege where we can, like, look back on these histories and not necessarily know that they're our own. Like, we come from them. And we were inflicted violence because of them. But this, some of these other newer things going on are not going to affect us in that same way as it'll affect these people and it's just like so wild to think about and our experiences as first gen or like people born in the u.s of migrant communities have to think about immigration in this way a lot of the time and like knowing that your presence in the u.s it could be jeopardized at any moment and that it could be revoked and it's just a lot to go through and like then you have kids who have to go through seeing their parents do that or a family member do that and knowing that shit's gonna get like wilder as it goes on is just it's a lot to address Mm -hmm. and so like you know definitely acknowledging our privileges because it seems like we're obviously in a better like moment but like it's still acknowledging that this is happening in our community and the people around us and to stay silent on it is to inflict that same violence. It is. It is. Yeah. And yeah, this is definitely an opportunity for me, you, kids of this situation that now have massive amounts of privilege to be able to first up speak up on it, talk about it, correct people on it. When if people are talking bullshit about immigration, come at them and be like, "Okay, and what? And give them the fucking facts. When I tell people, people are ta- saying some dumb shit about immigration, then I'll literally throw them all these fucking facts that I know about immigration because of this process that has been so personal to me. Yeah. So I know what's happening. I know the steps. I also yeah. worked in immigration, and now I have you as a resource in your own case yeah. uh, with your family. And, like, now my other family members that are doing immigration. So, it's just, like, we're already these, like, secondhand experts through going through the system. Yeah. And accompanying people through these systems as well. So, it's just, like, now you can call them out. And then, also, I actually keep up with the fucking news. Unlike these idiots that hear one fucking, like, gang member violence fucking story. And it's, like, oh, oh yeah, do this. The fear-mongering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, then you give them the fucking straight facts about, like, the type of people that are coming in the sanctuary city policy sanctuary city policies just or just the immigration process in general they're like well, yeah. why don't they just legalize themselves yeah and, why don't they come a legal way it's like asylum is legal what the fuck you mean yes oh my god it's, everyone's coming in and coming illegally it's like no asylum is a very legal fucking process yeah that's 
like why they just go to the border and like surrender themselves yeah they're not they're not even getting caught in the, i mean some of them i'm sure are getting caught in like the desert or yeah. crossing but a lot of people are just surrendering themselves that's what a hell of people did just a few months ago in the caravan yeah. all of those people now their cases are essentially th- yeah. a good portion of them could be thrown out yeah. could they well the thing is so working in immigration you know going through the immigration court process I've been able to like see what real effects this has had on like the Department of Justice and the immigration court system. Yeah. So this last week, starting last week of like June 11th, immigration judges were called to this like convening or like meeting of sorts to like uh, essentially apply the law, yeah, how it's changing, and know to not grant these asylum cases. Like you know how like when you're company starts a new project or whatever and you all go like learn about it as like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like as a group that's what the fucking immigration judges are doing because they, they don't know what they're doing every week yeah now. they don't know and like uh, shit is changing and the large influx of migrants is like making them divide cases switch judges from like certain like oh, locations yeah. and so it's just like yo these judges are applying an arbitrary law that is changing with this administration run by like the fucking elf from the the cookies. Oh my god, the, the Keebler! Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! He's a fucking Keebler elf. Yeah. Oh, that's literally what I think though. Yeah, but I no, yeah, like with his little fucking bitch ass pointy ears yeah. and his little cabecita and shit. Yeah. I hate him. I fucking hate him. Jeff Sessions is a piece of shit. He's a fucking demon. Like he's just here's the thing. He's like, um, now I'm gonna be all political and shit, but Akista, yeah. he's getting talked shit to by Trump all the time, by the way. Yeah. He's all, they don't like each other. Yeah. Yeah, Yanda, like, he's still in his fucking wet dream of being the attorney general. Yeah. Because he's, he's literally doing, like, he could honestly, like, there's plenty of people that Trump appointed that aren't doing shit. Yeah. They were like, I wanted this position, and they got the position, no hacen nada. Like, yeah. they're just getting their fucking paycheck this dude is like i'm taking advantage of this because i'm an actual evil fucking person yeah that like wants to hurt people because i am i was warned to to get what was it by mlk's wife to not do this because this dude is an actual white supremacist yeah and of course like no no we still we he has to be our attorney general like no he he can still do it fuck that dude literally he's a white supremacist literally oh it's just it's disgusting as fuck and it's concerning i don't know i just don't know how to deal with this <laughs> i don't think anyone fucking yeah. does it just like adds to way more of the the ickiness of how it all feels because mm-hmm. you just don't know what you can do you don't know how you can contribute you really don't know how you can change anything and that's just like what makes me feel even shittier about this entire situation is that like i i don't feel I can't change it, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, it, like, earths, it grounds you a lot just knowing that, like, holy fuck, I can't do anything. And it's disgusting because it's just, like, there is this huge force literally disrupting families and, like, separating them and sending people to die. Yeah. And to know that you can't do anything, it humbles you just immediately, but it's also like, what the fuck? How did we get here? How, you know, right? How did we fucking get here? I mean, we know how we got here. Yeah. But it's also like, wow, we're here. Like, fuck. <laughs> we finally got there. Yeah. 
I don't I don't even know how to like end an episode like this. Yeah. <laughs> this was like this was not gonna be a, ha- a happy episode. Yeah. So I'm sorry for I was I'm, and I I told you like yeah. I sent sent you a message and I was like I'm sad like I just I've been ha- feeling very emotional this week. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. I just I hope everyone finds a sort of sense of security and peace yeah you know that that's like a lot to fucking ask for but it's still the only thing that i feel like i can put out there i guess spiritually fucking hex fucking no, yeah. jeff sessions or some shit so, yeah oh like, i don't know i'm just I, scared i'm scared oh of course there's a lot of yeah, fear there's a lot of fear and I just don't know. I mean, I just I already know that it's affecting people so much, and it's just gonna keep affecting the community that we love and the community of people that we know have so much love in them and so much just like there's just so much beauty into like what who we are as people and just like all of that is just it it destroys people. It destroys. Their, like they said their sense of self yeah and it it erupts in really really terrible ways and it doesn't let people heal yeah it really doesn't and i feel like this is just insight onto our two experiences because it's like really prevalent to a lot of people yeah and like a lot i'm sure a lot of people are gonna like feel some type of way about this episode because it's just gonna make them reflect maybe on their own situation or like their family situation and so yeah like sorry if we're inflicting this on you but also like this is this is what we're going through (laughs) this is what's real this is what's real and we're not we're not a pod that's just gonna be like here are our q a's like i mean yeah we'll do that when it when we, I don't know, we want to, but yeah, it's also like, like we're multi-dimensional people, each yeah. and every one of us, and so like just as we have our good moments, you know, like things are still looking up in like certain aspects of my life, but like I'm still like fuck about other things. Like there's still major changes happening in your life yes. this year, and uh, but I it's also even like think fuck. about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So yes. it's just like uh. hella shit is changing around us and we want to let y'all know that like it's okay to be in your feels it's okay to be like reflecting on shit like this because it teaches you how to cope and also like how to address it how to navigate it and how to like amend it if you can or like make amends where you can yeah that's i think thinking a lot about central american like all that type of stuff that's like on the internet on this amazing community and there's definitely not amazing people in it but it's still an amazing community nonetheless yeah it's just i mean that even before all of that i was a very very pensive on like i was still very very pensive on just my my own self my what formed me what shaped me who shaped me and really understanding my father just this is like all of this is definitely just like stemmed and connected to this like one person in my life who I'm doing very hard right now like now that I feel like I've healed myself Mm -hmm. and like understand my own insecurities and my own self like I am now finally on like 
the ability to like help you know it's like where you when you help yourself you're able to help other people i feel like i've helped myself and i feel like i'm definitely now at a point of like so much just like security and privilege and like love with the people that i have around me that i'm actually able to fully assist people fully like think about other people think about my father that's why everything is happening now i I could have been thinking about this as a fucking 16 17 18 19 year old yeah and it wasn't i was still so internally thinking about myself dealing with myself so now i'm like doing this because i i don't know i'm happy that i'm able to actually think about this like i'm not i've secured myself enough that like i'm able to lift that burden on off of myself to think about other people yeah and that's like a beautiful thing it is and i'm very appreciative of that yeah and i'm happy that that's like something that i hope is happening for you as well no yeah i feel that it's like i'm able to like address these things work with them and like help address some of the pain yeah and like I try to do that in my job too because these are like people that I meet doing this Mm -hmm. and so I try to like make friends with them and like let them in on like resources that are available to them and like help make their experience easier yo I can't ever imagine like coming to a new country and having to start everything and put up with this legal shit too yeah. Sometimes with like babies, toddlers. In an entirely different yeah. language and entirely different culture. Yeah. In a place that you know doesn't want you. Yeah. They know it. Yeah. <sighs> but what options do they have? Yeah. It's either that or die. Yeah. And so, like, that's where I try to mitigate some of that. Like, I'm, or like, I don't even know that's the right word, but like, minimize some of the, the like trauma by being like, all right, well, here are some resources available yeah. to you just because, like, this shit's gonna be a lot and you gotta make it happen and if i can help you in any way i don't know like i mean if i can make your day a little bit easier that's the only thing that i can offer you but hopefully that that is something yeah exactly it's just like i know this is little in the big scheme of things but like if you're gonna navigate this already fucked up system yeah let me make it as easy as i can yeah in my dimension of help oh but um, yeah so i don't know like i think it's a it's a episode of like hopefully make y'all think a little or like shout out to the people who are thinking about this all the time or, like a lot of the time just because like we we understand yeah some of the the realities of it i don't have anything else to say yeah, same. <laughs> it's just like whew. okay yeah but yeah. Do you want to say this Pedida or... Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. I have an idea for the Despedida. Okay. I want us to, like, up the the attitudes of this a bit. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I want us to, like, say uh, three things that we're really, really excited for. Oh, for my God. This summer, because summer's about to start. Oh, summer. Yeah. Summer, summer. Three things. Three things. Okay, I'm... At the end of the summer, I am going to be back in Los Angeles. That's the, the one thing for sure that I know that I'm excited for. <laughs> um, my, oh, my second thing is I'm going to be going to Mexico for like about a week and a half. And that's just going to be really fun. Nice. And the third thing is 
Uh, I love I love the Mundial. Like I, <laughs> I hate FIFA. I hate FIFA. FIFA as an organization is trash, but the concept of the Mundial I think is very beautiful, and I think it's fun. Like I think it's just like amazing. Oh man, go! I'm rooting for Costa Rica and Panama, who are the two Central American countries that are qualified. Okay. Very proud of them. Uh, and I don't know. Some some games have been so good. Like I saw the. Uh, Peru Denmark game and that was a fucking that was an intense fucking game (laughs) and then the the Spain Portugal Portugal, game was that was a wild game too it was a lot that was so much yo people be looking like a snack yeah (laughs) these players are really attractive they're hella attractive and it's just fun like it is it is a fun atmosphere and it's definitely something that like is at least we can give ourselves like an hour to like forget about shit and like have fun here. Yeah. So I'm really excited with how many people. I I just love the memes that come out. <laughs> uh, I just love everything, and I just I fucking love soccer. Like I football, football. football? So, sorry, I love football. Football. <laughs> I know. I know. I shouldn't be saying that. Football. Football. Yeah. I mean, I gusta football. mucho football. Nice. So, I'm those are three things. things? Nice. That's good. I feel like those are all very promising in different like parts of your life. You know, Mm -hmm. what your reality is gonna look like for a week and a half in Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Chicanex jumped out. The Chicanex very (laughs) Chicanex definitely jumped out. Definitely jumped out. Three things I'm looking forward to. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna move into my apartment. Woo! Finally happening. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's happening. Um, My birthday's coming up, which is kind of like very Leo of me to bring up. But it's also like an excuse to turn up. It is is an excuse to turn up. Yeah. I'm excited. I haven't had a birthday for the last two years because of UCSD. Oh, because it's like finals, no? Yeah. Yeah. Well, last year I was moving on my birthday. Oh, yes. I (laughs) I was moving back to LA. And then two years ago I had a final. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, you can't celebrate like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So, and two years ago, I turned 21. So, this is, like, my first birthday since I turned 21. Oh, seriously? <laughs> just turning 22. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. But, yeah, so, like, that's an excuse to, like, live it up for, I don't know, as long as I can stretch it. <laughs> yeah. And three, uh, this is, like, very commercial and superficial, but I'm going probably to SD Pride. SD Pride. I'm yeah. probably going to San Francisco Pride, Ooh. which I thought was not sh- happening. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just like I knew it was an event, but like that's an event. Like yeah. they have a fucking libro, like a little yeah. booklet of all the fucking. Th- I was like, okay, like that's that was just like a lot. Something you plan your weekend around. That is no, yeah, it's a two day fucking Pride. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It, I was like, whoa, that's a lot. Of, that's a Pride. That's a lot of Pride. <laughs> that's. Maybe a little too much pride, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like unex- I just didn't expect that. I just I was like a fucking parade like everywhere yeah. else, but yeah. it's, it's like actual like events and spaces. And yeah, SD Pride is also like that where it's like the parade and well, there's Trans Pride on Friday, and then Saturday morning there's the parade, and then Saturday like the whole day is the the music festival and like mm-hmm. bars have shit going on. Mm-hmm. And then the Sunday the festival starts again, and it's usually like the headliners who come out. So last year it was yeah. Tinashe at SD Pride. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I saw her. I don't know who's headlining it this year. I don't really... Like, my thing is, like, I'm not going to Pride. I'm more, like, I'm going to San Diego, and um, Pride will be going on. Oh, that makes sense. Because, like, I get to hang out with people that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, And, yeah, like, yeah. actually, like, fuck shit up with them. And, yeah. like, my old stomping grounds. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, no, yeah, but, like, actually see cute shit. Because yeah. I think SD's cuter than L.A., Ah, in terms of aesthetic, yes. Yeah, because I'm just like, it's like (laughs) LA, but placed on the beach and with like a lot less people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And more hills. That's what I really like about it. And I don't know. I'm excited to see it and just be back. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just for a weekend. Yeah. And even if I'll be like fucked up Mm -hmm. a lot of the weekend. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so those are the three things that we're both really excited for. And that we're like projecting good energies into the summer for those things also, I hope. Yeah. And so that's what we want to encourage y'all to do. Like, you know, seasons are like this actual thing. Like, yeah. go on. <laughs> try to project something onto this season if possible. Or like, try to think about the things that will happen this season for you. And how you can look forward to those if there's like a lot of shit going on in your life. Or just like, how you can, I don't know, get the most, maximize your amount of litness. Litness? <laughs> how is the litness yeah. test? <laughs> Did, did it did it pass the litmus test? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I love you so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to hanging. My fourth. I'm yeah. looking forward to hanging out with you. you same. Ooh. We're like hella making plans for that already. Yes, we are. We're basically we're projecting a lot. On we're putting it on a pedestal. <laughs> uh, don't put things on a pedestal. <laughs> they're they're yeah. not activists. Yeah, they're not. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> No, but yeah. No, don't. No, no. Mm, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This no. one deserves it, I think. This no, is right. no, it's not on a pedestal. It's not on a pedestal. It's just we know it's gonna be fun. We, oh, yes. It's just like course. certainty. We're stating facts. Stating facts. Facts don't matter though. Facts don't matter. <laughs> oh all right y'all that was this episode. Whatever it was. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Um, I don't know the name. That's yet. like <laughs> quarter to a hundred. Whoa, that is very true. Wow. Wow. We actually have more than 25 yeah. episodes, technically. Yeah. Whatever. Either way. Quarter yeah. to 100. Yeah. But okay. yeah, thank y'all for tuning in. Hope y'all have a great day, <laughs> night, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy life and... Bye. Bye. <laughs>